money and business can be so tricky. You want to make more money, but you feel guilty charging more money. And you're not even sure how to make more money. But if you don't make more money, you're going to start to resent your business and the whole thing just gets out of control. I was really happy to have a chat with my friend Erin Marshall, where we dig into spending money and making money and how to feel good about all of that. So let's jump into this week's episode of the Biz Podcast. Welcome to the Biz Podcast, where we're going to talk about running a business you love while still having the life you want. I'm Lara Wellman, and together we're going to talk about dreams, goals, and strategies, but even more importantly, mindset, boundaries, breaking the rules, and getting out of your own way. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today, Erin. Thanks for having me. I would love to have you start off by telling everybody who you are and what you do. I'm Erin Marshall. I run a digital marketing agency where we help coaches and consultants automate their client getting process by creating sales funnels for them. And my business is called Erin Marshall. I'm glad you're here. And we're going to talk a bit about spending money, charging money, and that belief that people get stuck in around how it can be hard to do either of those things. Yeah, that's a great topic. A lot of juicy information to share. So is there something that you feel like you've witnessed a lot or experienced a lot that really shows how people get stuck in the idea that things are too expensive or that they're not going to be able to charge what they'd like to be making for things in their business? Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of a twofold thing because it starts with people kind of making the assumption that other people aren't going to be willing to pay higher rates for their own work. So like Sally entrepreneur is talking to her coach and her coach is telling her, you know, the service you provide is super valuable. I really think you should raise your rates. You'll be able to make more money, grow your business, etc. And Sally entrepreneur is in the back of her mind thinking, yeah, but nobody's going to pay more than whatever I'm currently charging for my services. And the flip side of that is that Sally entrepreneur also feels like she can't afford to pay for higher end services or to grow her team or to advertise or to pay for higher ticket software suites that she might need in her business. And typically what happens is that the link between those two things is something along the lines of Sally Entrepreneur doesn't believe in investing in herself because money is scarce and she needs to hang on to whatever money she currently has which translates to Sally Entrepreneur assuming that everybody else also feels that way. So she can't raise her rates because nobody's going to think that it's worth investing in. And the biggest irony of all of that is that because of this mindset, Sally Entrepreneur is in fact attracting the very customers, clients who do in fact feel that way. So it becomes this kind of cyclical self-perpetuating truth because what you believe is what you create. And every time that you create the thing that you believe, it provides more proof to substantiate the belief in the first place. And so you sort of get this thing where you end up with confirmation bias, where you're like, nobody will pay more than what I'm currently charging. Then you advertise to people who you have subconsciously targeted people who really will not pay more than what you're currently charging. And then when they won't pay more than what you're currently charging, you're like, aha, proof that nobody will pay more than what I'm currently charging. 
Yeah, it's really true. And I think that that ends up coming up and you start telling money stories. So you end up giving discounts or you think I can't actually charge that. So you give lower prices and then you believe nobody would pay more than that, but you've never asked anybody to. Yeah, exactly. Like not only have you never asked anybody to, but the people who you are getting on calls with, because of the mindset you have, that mindset is going to come out in your marketing copy. It's going to come out in your conversations that you have in Facebook groups or Instagram or Twitter or wherever. It's going to come across in the content you put out. And so what will happen is that it won't resonate with people who have an abundant mindset or who feel like, look at when it comes to investing in my business, I am willing to spend money or when it comes to investing in my personal health or wellness or whatever it is, money is no object. I'm willing to pay for whatever it is. I will find the money somehow. But because of the mindset that you're starting with, you're not attracting those people. You're attracting the people who have the same mindset as you, that money's scarce, that it's hard to make money, that I shouldn't waste it on frivolous things that when I spend money on services or products or whatever, it's not an investment, it's an expense. And so when they're thinking about how money works, it's always like when I send money out, nothing comes back to me. And so again, perpetuating that cycle of you not being able to get your products in front of the people who would be willing to pay more precisely because you've already determined that nobody will pay more. Yeah, I mean, the idea that when you're paying for things, it's a bad thing versus a good thing. So if I'm investing in something, even if it's a higher ticket price, but I'm like, this is amazing because I'm going to get all of these things out of it versus resenting it and feeling like everything about this is a hardship I have to get over that comes out in how you think about money, how you spend money, how you talk about money, how people see your attitude about money. It really becomes pervasive in everything you're doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And in the early years in my business where I was convinced that it's not so much that it's hard to make money was what I was convinced of, but I was more convinced of like, I need to be really wise about what I do with this money and spending it on making things easier for me in my business is a frivolous and unnecessary expense versus investing money in making it easier for me to run my business allows me to show up 100% without being burnt out, without being tired, without being preoccupied, without being overextended overwhelmed and I can provide a better service that results in being able to attract more clients, get more referrals, charge more money. And so when I flip the script from spending money is pushing money out the door to when I invest my money in services and tools and having a team and advertising and whatever else, the returns on those investments are greater than what I put out. So the money is flowing as opposed to, it's not like a pot of money and every time I scoop money out of it, the pot gets emptier and emptier. It's like a river of money flowing past me and I just reach in and scoop out my portion of it as it flows past. But I don't need to worry about it ever running out because it's a constant and consistent flow. 
I love that analogy. And I think it's really important because that's what people feel like they're doing a lot of times when they start investing in their business is that they are scooping out the water and then it's like now they don't have any water versus the fact that it's going to help them have more than they ever could have fit into the pot. Yeah, yeah. In fact, as you were saying that, I thought a better analogy would be a bucket versus a well. You know, you got a bucket, there's a finite amount of water in it. You've got a well. I mean, not getting into all of the specifics of wells, but like imagine a spring. It's an unlimited flow in that the money that's flowing into your hands, you are then investing it elsewhere. It's kind of flowing around, you know, like you've invested here and then the person you invested with invested here, that sort of thing. So that eventually it all flows back to you in a cycle because the best way to stop the flow of money is for you yourself to become a dam. I think that the idea that making more money and the fact that people invest more money can mean that you can invest in other people and help grow other businesses and then it becomes that bigger symbiotic type of situation is a, a great way to think about it. And it took me personally a really long time to get there, to not think, I'm okay, I'm fine, I don't need more, I don't need to charge more, I don't need all that. That was my block for a long time versus seeing how making more is better for everybody. Yeah, exactly. I think I've had some similar thoughts. Mainly, I was thinking to myself that I didn't want to veer into any kind of sleazy tactics or would I be perceived as greedy if I wanted to charge more. And basically, I was really worried about this idea that by trying to attract more higher paying clients, I was telling the world that I didn't want to help the people who are starting out and don't have resources available to invest. So, I mean, we're talking about money flowing and all this kind of stuff and how investing will help you get more money. And yeah, that's true. But if right now you have a thousand dollars, then what you can invest needs to be within those means. Whereas if in five years your business has grown enough that you're making $200,000, then the level of investment you're able to commit to obviously has grown along with your revenues. And so I felt really like I was being selfish by not continuing to help the people who are not in a position to invest in these higher rates. But I did get over that because I did realize, I don't remember where I learned this from, but I've heard it from multiple sources. And it's essentially this idea that if I build my business to a strong enough footing with enough clients who are happily investing large sums of money with me to achieve the results that I want to deliver and that they want to receive, I can then create a business that allows me the freedom to be able to offer support and assistance to companies or solopreneurs that are not at the same level and are not able to invest in my more expensive services because I've now created a framework where I have freedom and the capacity to be able to offer, you know, free resources, Facebook lives, podcasts, downloadable checklists or worksheets, you know, an outreach of that sort that can help people who are not yet ready to pay for the higher level services. Whereas if I am working with people in the trenches kind of thing who are like, you know what, the most I can afford to pay you is $100. If I'm having to work with 20 $100 clients 
just to make $2,000 a month, I obviously don't have any capacity to create additional resources to share with other people. Whereas if I work with two $2,000 clients, I'm making more money overall, plus I have that much more time to devote to being able to help those people who are not yet ready to invest $2,000. Like Denise Duffield Thomas says, when you work with me, it's either free or expensive. And I'm not saying that that's the model that everyone needs to adopt, but it's worth considering that if you create a business that is financially stable and sustainable, you then have the freedom to create whatever additional resources or outreach for the people who are not in a position of paying your way too high rates that you were way too afraid to increase your rates to because nobody would hire you, that, 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 that. I think that I've encountered a lot of people who feel like they're doing good in the world and therefore they shouldn't be charging a lot of money for it, but then they don't have the capacity to keep doing that because they're going to burn out trying to do everything without being able to pay their bills. And so the thing that I'm really hearing and that I've learned over time, and I know you and I have talked about this before, is to take away the fear and the scarcity out of the idea of money. Spending it and making it should feel good. And that's where we can start really changing things in our businesses. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that a lot. And I think also that we're not telling you to kind of go from charging $100 for your service right up to like, okay, tomorrow start charging 25K. Nobody's suggesting that. You're going to make these changes to your rates incrementally. You don't want to feel so comfortable that you're like, there's no stretch involved, but you certainly don't want to be in a position where when you try to tell someone your rate, you don't have the confidence to stand behind that amount of money. So, I mean, right now, if I were to get on a call with someone, maybe I'm saying, well, you know what, I typically charge $2,500 for this, but today I've decided like, you know what, I've gotten really comfortable with that amount of money. And now every time I say it, I'm not even a little bit feeling uncomfortable with it. Then I might say, okay, well, so how do I feel with $5,000? Do I feel comfortable and confident enough that I could say it without faltering? But at the same time, is it a bit of a stretch for me? And so maybe I can say, oh, you know what? 5,000, I don't feel like I feel confident saying that number, but maybe I feel confident saying 4,000. So we're not talking to you saying, you know, like from go from $100 to $10,000 overnight. We're just saying, don't feel like you can't raise your rates because nobody out there in the whole wide world will pay for it because that's not true. Right this very minute, there are people paying six figures for coaching packages that are not, the coach doesn't do anything that's like massively different than what you're doing. It's just that this coach has built a reputation and a following and they're established as an expert and people trust them. And there is some cachet to hiring this particular coach over hiring a coach who maybe is less well known right now. So the answer to the question, are there people on planet Earth willing to pay more than what you're currently charging? Definitely. How do you change your rates to meet them? There's so many strategies around that. But the point is that you weren't going to go from completely unknown, charging very little money to demanding high six figures overnight anyway. So as you grow and charge higher rates, so too will your marketing, your outreach, your visibility, and all the other things that go hand in hand with running a business. 
Yeah, and throwing in the belief that that's where you're going and that's where you're heading will help you be more comfortable actually taking these steps. And the thing that I see with clients all the time is when they don't increase their prices and they continue to charge not quite as much as they need, they start to resent the work that they're doing and they start to really not enjoy their business. And that is absolutely not why people go into business for themselves. Yeah, definitely people do not start a business because they're like, I would like to be more overwhelmed, more overworked, more burnt out than I am right now in my corporate job. And making less money. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's why I signed up for running my own business. <laughs> so believing that it all can get better and that money feels good coming in and going out, I think that's the beauty of sort of shifting some of these beliefs. And I'm really happy that you came to join me today to talk about that. Thank you. I'm really excited that you brought me in. I mean, typically someone might have a pitch now, but to be totally honest, I don't really have a service that relates directly to money mindset, but definitely if you are a business owner who's thinking like, you know, I really am ready to up level and I would like to change my marketing around to get me in front of more people so I can kind of get more comfortable with what I'm doing and start charging higher rates then, uh, you know, hit me up. We can book a call and talk about how I might be able to help you with that. You can find me at erinmarshall.biz. That's erinmarshall.biz. Perfect. And we'll link to that in the show notes as well. Thanks again for joining me today, Erin. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening in today. If you enjoyed the show, I hope you subscribe, share with friends, or leave a review online. And come hang out with us in my free Facebook group, The Biz Studio Community. Until then, I hope to see you online.